Hey everyone, Allison here. This episode of the Half Hour Happy Hour is brought to you by Flex. The Flex company is the leader in innovation in feminine care and the sole maker of the menstrual disc, a new product that replaces tampons, pads, and cups. Flex gives you the most comfortable period of your life, promising 12 hours of period protection and mess-free period sex. Woo! Try Flex today by going to IHateTampons.com slash half hour. That's IHateTampons.com slash half hour and get your first three months for only $15 plus free shipping. Take that, Space Wolves. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Half Hour Happy Hour with Allison and Alex. I'm Allison Hayslip. And I'm Alex Albrecht. Uh, this week, like every week, mm-hmm. we shall be sipping some booze and spitting some neos. Yes. <laughs> I see some superstition stuff just happened. Oh, it boggled my mind. Why? I kissed the clock at 11 what 11. I, yep. do, were you just about to say that's not superstition? It's not superstition. It's not, <laughs> superstition is when you do something because you think if you don't do it, it's going to be bad luck. This is just like eleven. Uh, eleven is make, you get to make a wish. Yeah. I believe wishing on a thing is superstitious. But anyway, no. uh, you know who's not superstitious? <laughs> not at all. The man, the myth, yeah. the legend, Tom Super Volcano Krajewski. Hi. Hi. Do you what? kiss the clock uh, at eleven eleven? I just did just now because yeah, you reminded me to. Well, Jesus Christ. Oh, no, see, it works. There you go. Done. I did it. I don't know what's going to happen today. We have to make a wish while you do it. Oh, fuck. Do it so again. many things. Yeah. It's still 11 11. Uh, yeah, okay. there you go. Fucking hell. There you go. So many rules with So much wishes. pressure. Wow. wow. There's going to be a little leprechaun that's going to be like, guys, you're fucking it all up. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you do any of this stuff. Jesus Christ. None of your wishes are going to come true. <laughs> None of your wishes are going to come true. <laughs> oh, such a sassy uh, leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, how's everybody doing? Good. We have some business to business. attend to. Ah, uh, cool. Some business. Do we, should I get my checkbook? Yes, and pay yeah. me all the monies. Oh. Uh, no, hey, listeners. Hey. That's you guys. That's you guys. Yeah. If you are in the Los Angeles area this Friday. Oh, we do have business. <laughs> yeah. This Friday. What's the date <laughs> on Friday? The 20th? 27th. 7th? Yeah. No. 20- what? 6th. No, 27th. Seventh. Someone look it up. Eighth. Oh, horrible people. Friday, it's the 27th. October 27th. Yeah. We will be doing a live recording da, da, of da. the Half Hour Happy Hour with Allison Alex from Los Angeles Comic Con. Not going to lie to you. What? Totally forgot about that. Oh. What? I mean, it's in my calendar. Yeah. But. Jesus. <laughs> it's kind of important that you show up. But I was uh, like, oh, yeah, we should tell people. Yes, we should tell people. Uh, so if you are going to be at LA Comic Con, which that's the new name for it now. It used to be called Comicazi, right? Yeah, yeah. It's called LA Comic Con. I think it's called Stan Lee's Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Comic Con. Cool. Well, we're going to be cool. there. Cool. Whatever. This Friday. <laughs> 2 p.m. at the 451 booth. Now, 451 is not the number of the booth. It's the name of the company, 451 Publishing. They have some awesome, awesome graphic novels that you guys have to check out when you're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So come find us at 451. Uh, Again, not the booth number. I wish I knew the booth number (laughs) because that would make this less confusing. Just look it up. Uh, We'll be 2 p.m. This Friday. 2 p.m. Come watch us record the show live from there. 2 p.m. And then... If you are also in town on Friday uh, in Los Angeles, there is the UNICEF Masquerade Ball Ooh. that evening, and I am on the host committee for it, well, so I'm telling nice. everyone cool. that you guys should all come. You can get tickets. Wait, I have the website. You can get tickets like at unicefmasklla.org, but mask is like masquerade, so it's M-A-S-Q. 
So MASQ. Yeah, UNICEF. Mass Crusaders. Over time. Fighting crime. Oh my God. Fighting crime. Okay, guys. You're freaking this up. Anyway, shut up. It's an awesome. It's an awesome cause. I obviously it's done by UNICEF Next Gen. Um, and all the money goes to uh, Next Gen. Work basically works on um, projects for children around the world. Oh, nice! So they each year. I forget. I'm awful. I forget what what specific project it's going mm. to, to this year. But uh, but that's what your ticket purchase goes to. And it's a super fun time. And everyone dresses up and wears masks. And it's a big fancy affair. It's at Clifton's Caf- Cafeteria. Oh, oh fun! I was going to yeah. ask where it was. Yeah. So go to UNICEFMASQLA.org and get tickets if you can be there this Friday night. Oh, it sounds like fun. Do you guys After remember? You come see us at, at uh, LA Comic-Con. At Stan Lee's Los Angeles Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, do you guys you guys remember the UNICEF boxes, yes. right, when we were kids? Yeah, the little orange boxes. That you would you take to, with yeah, you when you, you would trick go or treat. trick-or-treating? I don't yeah. think I ever took mine trick-or-treating with me. Why? I, because I was a kid and I just wanted candy, You're not pennies, I was a for other children. I was a yeah. Come on. You know, a lot of people don't know those, actually. I've had conversations with people where I'm like, yeah, you know, the little orange UNICEF boxes that we took I wonder if it was an East Coast thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because, I mean, Boston... Yeah, we're all Jersey, East Coasters, aren't we? Uh, DC, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they gave them out at school, right? Yep. And yeah. And then there was like a reward for how much, like you would get like a box of pencils. Do you remember the box of pencils? <laughs> no. The like the like football team uh, pencils that you would uh, get like with each of the football teams no. on them. Yeah. But then you would have a chance that you would pull out one of the pencils and it would be like a winning pencil and you would win some money. No, but no. it sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah dude. Fuck well, yeah, bro. Well, we have the Ooh. internet. And if, so. you don't, if you don't get the winning pencil, you still get a pencil with a football team on it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. You're like, great. Oh, great. <laughs> it's not as good, but whatever. Oh, it's still a pencil. Oh, that yeah. worked for a pencil. Uh, so, I'm trying to think. Yeah. So, I, I wanted Way to, to just kill the momentum. Well, I was like, <laughs> I was trying to talk, because I was talking to... To Tom on the way <clears throat> into the studio, the stu- twenty second walk. Garage. Yeah, the twenty second walk to yeah. my garage. Uh, about um, so I okay okay bah. what? So did I talk about going on my buddy Kevin's show yes. last week? Yes. Okay. On that show, yes. We talked about Bitcoin. Oh man, I I still don't understand Bitcoin. Now let me educate <laughs> you. Oh, I, I feel like this is going to be really because here's boring. the thing. Here's the thing. I have gotten back into Bitcoin mining. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So prior to prior to this, I bought a, I built my own mining machine. Right. Put it in my friend's office because he has he doesn't pay for electricity. So I was like, can I put this in your corner? And he was yeah. like, yeah, sure. I feel really bad for his employees because it's a it was hot, it was loud. Oh man. <laughs> Don't you get free electricity at home, Alex? No, right? not enough. <laughs> Not enough. These things are hogs. Are they really? Oh, yeah. It's like How 42. Big are they? Well, so this, so, so I built this thing out of two milk crates back in the day. Okay. Mind, I made about three Bitcoin. Okay. And I was like, that's cool. Whatever. I'm done. Like, it just didn't, you know, something broke. I was like, eh. Yeah. And by the way, at the time, Bitcoin was worth like $300 a coin. Right. So I was like, okay. I mean, now it's up to like five grand or something. 6,200. Wow. Yeah. 60. Two hundred. Yeah. You still have those so it's like three Bitcoins? eighteen. No, I lost those three bitcoins in a scam. Oh, really? In a scam? Yeah. This. It, I put it on an exchange. It was sort of like the Mount Gox thing that happened. I basically put it on an exchange in floor based in Florida, and I sort of forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, I should take those out. When it got to like fifteen hundred, I was yeah. like, I should take them out, oh, cash out yeah. my, you know, yeah, thirty two hundred. Whatever, and I tried to log in, and I logged in, saw them. I had like three point one Bitcoin, yeah, and I was like, "Great, I'll just withdraw the Bitcoin." They were like, "Blocked all withdrawals," and I was like, "What?" Wow. And it was like, 
I guess the guy basically stole a bunch of Bitcoin because the whole thing is is like if you put your Bitcoin like Bitcoin is a lot like cash, right? Right. If I want my Bitcoin, if you're exchanging people's money, yes, and you have an exchange, yeah, I have to give you my cash. Right. In order for you to be able to, in order for me to be able to be like, hey, could I get, I'll get a little bit of pound, I'll get a little bit of, you know, yen. I mean, I'll if you're, yeah, you're exchanging currency. But you have to hold, physically hold the cash. Right. So I put my Bitcoin w- in this exchange in Florida. Right. That guy had all of that Bitcoin. Yeah. And so he just was like, oh, we lost some. Like oh. 250,000 Bitcoin. We lost it. What? We think it was a hacker. Fuck it. We got hacked, guys. Aren't we all oh mad? God. Isn't everybody pissed? And then everybody went, uh, we think you just took that. Yeah. Well, he's now in jail. Yeah. <laughs> they closed it down, but they can't divvy out the leftover because people lost their, like he didn't steal my 3.1 right, Bitcoin, cause... but he stole somebody's 3. Point, or, you know, a bunch of Bitcoin. Anyway, long story short, there's a class wow. action lawsuit to try to get the Bitcoin back. Oh my gosh. I called the lawyer in Florida to see if I could join it. Anyway, long story short- <laughs> It, honestly, it's only annoying now because it's eighteen thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin. Right. Back then, it was nine hundred, and yeah. I was like, "That sucks," but cry me a river, right? Yeah, yeah. There's all these like really funny things because people back in the day when Bitcoin started, like Kev- Kevin was the one that was like, "I want to think about getting into Bitcoin, but I don't know how to like start it up." And somebody gave him a thousand Bitcoin. <gasps> what? what? Yeah, but it was like worth a hundred dollars, twenty dollars. You know what I mean? Oh he was gosh. like, "Here's some Bitcoin. I have so much. Just try it." <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, and if he held it now, it'd be like seven point five million dollars yeah. worth of money. Yeah, but he was like, and I was like, "Tell me you have some of that." He was like, nah, "I sold it all." Oh my! Wow. Could you sell it all when it gets to a point where you're like, "Holy shit, I can make money!" Yeah, no, I have a friend who's been living off of it for the last yeah. few years. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and bi- every time I see him, he tries to explain to me how it works, and every time I'm yeah. like, "I don't fucking get, yeah, it. I get it." Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a little. It's semi esoteric, but the good news is, is that. And, you know, so I was talking to Tom and Tom was like, well, what do you do with it? Is it just like an investment yeah. thing? And I was like, no, people start have started accepting it. More and more people yeah. are accepting it. There's actually a credit card, a debit card that you can get that will allow you to. I think they're they're stopping it, but it'll allow you to actually use it as if it was cash anywhere. Right. And it would just remove that much value of Bitcoin, Bitcoin. at the time that you take the purchase, yeah. make the purchase. But there's rumors right now that Amazon is going to start accepting Bitcoin. Uh-huh. Uh, the moment that happens, the whole thing is just going to go crazy. Like, right. you think $6,200 a coin is crazy. Like, shit's yeah. going to go bonkers if Amazon starts accepting it. Yeah. Because then you can start really using it for everything, that everyday items and stuff that you need. You know what I mean? Like, right. you could Amazon Prime now shit for Bitcoin, and then you're just like, well, I'd rather keep it. So the whole concept is, is that it's a decentralized currency. So there's no government that you have to worry about. Right, right. Like, you don't have to worry about, like, you know, some tax, you know, law that comes in that they're like, now we're going to print way more money and inflation goes up and all yeah. of a sudden the dollar is not as valued as it was against the fucking blah, blah, blah. Right. You don't have to worry about that. It's also very volatile because of that, because there is no innate underlying, you know. Right. It just kind of has the value of what everyone sort of decides is the value. True. But then when you think about it, that's everything. That, yeah. That is yeah. literally everything. Like, this laptop has the value because Apple just said it costs this and I'm willing to pay for it. So they're yeah. not changing the price. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's just the way. It's not, it, it sort of has to do with what it costs to make it, but it doesn't really. It's right. just whatever you think that they're willing to pay, that's what the thing is worth. Right. So, anyway, so what ended up happening was mining Bitcoin was not effective. 
right? Okay. Because the cost of Bitcoin, the value of Bitcoin was so low that the amount of energy, time, effort, all the stuff, the cost of electricity, it, yeah. everything was just like, guys, if you haven't been mining Bitcoin for the last five years, don't even start. Right. But they made these machines that are very specifically good at finding Bitcoin. So the way that- That's the other thing that makes no sense to me. Like, what do you mean finding yeah. it? Like, yeah. How what? are you mining? Yeah. yeah. So here's the way that I, the best uh. way to describe it, which is there are mathematical problems- Right. That if you solve the mathematical problem, you get 12.5 Bitcoin. Yeah. We've talked about this on the right. show, oh, yeah. which makes no fucking sense <laughs> to me because it's like someone just arbitrarily being like, here's a game. If you if you yeah. play it, you win. Yes. Whatever. Is that really what it but is? But the reason why they did that was because they looked at what makes money. Like, wh- why is money or let's say gold. Like, why is gold have right. a – why does it have a value? Because and the there's answer a is, limited amount of it. a limited amount of it. And the more of it that you find, the harder it is to find more. Okay. Right? Yeah. So the limit, there's a top limit, which is the earth is out of gold, Mm -hmm. right? So it's valuable. You want to trade it. And the more you try to acquire it, the more difficult it becomes to To acquire. acquire. Yeah. All right. So that is literally exactly how Bitcoin works. Okay. It is... Mathematical so there, problems. There's only X amount of Bitcoin. There will only that ever be a, a X amount, and Who it's like 25 billion. Yeah. The person that wrote the white paper that said this is how you should set up Bitcoins. Guy named Sochi. Oh wow. Uh, Twenty. So there's 25 billion Bitcoins. I think I can't remember what the number is. The potential. Okay. That that will ever be found. Got it. And the way that it works is every time you solve these mathematical problems, yeah. 12.5 Bitcoin are released into the into the world. Pool, Got right? it. Of of all bitcoins, okay, uh, but it becomes more and more difficult to do it. So, wow. whereas what? before, what they would do is they would just go, "Well, I'll just use a computer right. and try to solve the problem." Right. Well, then they were like, "Well, certain thing, certain types of parts of computers are really good at solving it." So there were, and they used graphics cards at the time. Yeah. And so they basically said these specific graphics cards, for whatever reason, just happen to be very good, efficient at solving the bitcoin problem. Right. Yeah. Well, then they just went. Why don't we just make a computer chip that's job is was to, designed from the ground up to solve the Bitcoin problem? Right. And so they started making these computers. So, again, wasn't really efi- efficient. You had to have scale. Like, you had to have a fuck ton of these things in Who order to make money. Who created the problem? The, again, the guy, the guy, the Sochi, the guy. And is it the same problem? No. So it gets harder and harder. So right. the way to describe it is there's five people sitting at a table. You hand out five mathematical problems and say, I'm going to give five bucks to the first person who solves it. And the okay. guy goes, oh, I solved it. And you go, great. Here's five bucks. Here's a harder problem. And I'm going to give five bucks to the first person who solves it. And somebody's like, I found it. Here, here's five bucks. Yeah. Here's an even harder problem. And so it becomes more and more difficult right. as time goes along. But- because the value has gone up, these little th- machines, they're the size of like a loaf of bread, and they are just- Is it bigger have, or smaller than a bread box? Yeah, it lo- <laughs> exactly the size of a bread box. Yeah. It has a fan, an in- input fan on the su- on the front, export fan on the back, and an Ethernet cable. That's it. Wow. Like there's no other thing. You just plug yeah. it in, plug it into the internet, and it starts plug mining it for Bitcoin. In, plug it in. So I got one. Oh. Yeah, my buddy and I have So one. how much do those cost? Oh, you got one. So uh, we bought those off of Craigslist because we're trying to see if it's actually doable for us. Yeah. Because they're a little loud. 
They yeah. sound like jet engines, and they're a little hot. A little loud. And they're a little hot. They're just basically like little ovens. Okay. And so putting it in again, it, you just made it sound kind of cute. It, oh. They're like adorable. Little, it's like a little oven. We're gonna put little googly eyes on it yeah. just to be like they'll, they'll melt. Yeah, <laughs> they'll yeah. just fly right off. Uh, but so we're gonna test on these things. We will have spent for each of the boxes. I got one, and my buddy got one. Um, about seven hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. Based at the time we bought. It, them Bitcoin was forty seven hundred dollars. Okay, and at that point it was going to be about six months, and then they would pay themselves off. Right. Bitcoin's now at sixty two hundred. Oh, so it would be six months to solve the problem. No, six months we will make enough money to pay back the seven hundred dollars we invested. Oh, right, because okay. you you okay. you you we will be getting little bits fractions of Bitcoin. Of Bitcoin. Well, yeah. yeah, and so what ends up happening is. Technically, you aren't mining fractions of Bitcoin. You're trying to be the person that unlocks the 12.5. Mm-hmm. But because that is so unlikely yeah. with your little box, that what people do is they clom together in what they call pools. So essentially, oh. there's like 48,000 computers all trying to solve the Bitcoin problem together. Together. And then if they when solve one the 12.5. of them unlocks it, all of that Everyone. coin is split amongst all the people that oh. are mining. So that's what you guys are part of. That's what we're going to become a part of this evening. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's a whole cool. fucking thing. We bought these these things from China. They didn't show up. I just had to cancel. I'm going to fry. It's a fucking nightmare. It's an awesome nightmare. It's more of like a waking it? It's more it's like, like a waking dream. Rich white man's nightmare. It's totally yeah. a rich white man's nightmare. But the best part is there's an app on the phone. Okay. Because the other thing is you have no idea when they're going to solve these things. Right. The average time it takes for a pool to solve the Bitcoin problem yes. is about two and a half hours. Oh, that's it. But sometimes they'll solve it within 15 seconds of solving it before. Oh. So it's like, hey, here's $20. And it's like, oh, that's awesome. Well, in two and a half hours, we should, oh my God, I just got another $20. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is what's, and then it, it's got push notifications. I swear to God, I'm just going to be stuck to that's my phone awesome, going though. like, I just made money. I just made money. I just made money. <laughs> the other thing that's so frustrating what? is when we bought these things, we still haven't been able to turn them on because yeah. we bought the thing, but we need to buy the an, an the accessory. Connector things. Right, the connector things. <laughs> the Bitcoin was $4,700 when we bought the things. Oh, yeah. Man. It's now up to 62 I'm watching the price. I have no Bitcoin. Right. right. I just have a box that will at some point be able to acquire me Bitcoin, right. but it's not working. It's like right. not. So it's so fucking frustrating. It's like, start <laughs> mining. Oh, my God. But we're gosh. actually thinking of like scaling it up. But Okay. And buying like 20 of these things oh. and actually renting an office and Whoa. doing the whole nine yards. Yeah, I'll buy a few boxes for you. Well, it's funny. We were actually thinking about that because so there there are places that you can put the box. Yeah. But they're all sold out. So you can do things where they're like, you can put your box in our office and we will maintain them for you and you will give us 30% of whatever your box oh. mines. Right, right. right. Those places are completely full. Like people oh. are, and you can't even find these machines. Oh like, you you have to order them from it's so, China. It's still so odd to me because like I I now understand when you put it in, in the gold, with the gold example. Yeah. Right. I I get it, but at but if you're mining for gold, you're at least doing work. Like you're exerting <laughs> yeah. effort to get it. And this you literally all you're gold. doing is buying a seven hundred dollar box and plugging it in, and then sitting back and somehow acquiring money. Yeah. For free, which that yeah. to me seems really fucked up. I mean, no, I mean, yes, obviously it's awesome, but in in terms of society, it doesn't make sense. Well, but if you think about it, A, you're purchasing a machine to mine Bitcoin like you would purchase a machine that 
Drills sifts through. Yes, but then someone's earth. actually working that machine. I mean, That's what I yeah. mean. Like, there's still a human being physically exerting themselves in order to make, like, in order to gain money. Right? Yes. Yeah. This is not that. This is not that. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it just seems really weird because I feel like that defeats <laughs> the purpose of society. Like, I get all, that. What, like, society exists <laughs> because we have these, uh, like, quote unquote obligations to each other that yeah. in exchange for a service, we you get money. Yeah. And this yeah. is this is just well, bypassing well, that. Well, but the service that we are providing is we are acquiring more Bitcoin for the community that is using Bitcoin. Like not everybody that uses Bitcoin my is, is actually physically. You are acquiring not doing it. anything besides plugging I mean, in the box. <laughs> it's a it's a long cord. <laughs> it's very it's very labor intensive to set up the cord. Yeah. No, but it's one of those things. I totally agree with you, and that's why I love the idea because mm-hmm. right the idea that I can have a thing that I acquire that I put in a corner. It's like don't put baby in the bo- in the corner. Yeah. But baby's gonna get you some make you some money. It's like I'll put that put in the corner in all corner. day. Oh my gosh. I know. So I'm very excited. So we're starting. We'll see. There's also so, like my buddy got so deep down into this thing. There's another thing called BitConnect, which is a whole other thing, which is where you can loan money out, and it uses an algorithm to like bet on the volatility of Bitcoin, the price, because the price is very volatile. Yeah. That's the one thing about yeah, and, it. It's and, very volatile. And why is that? Because it doesn't. Because of the fact that it's decentralized, and there really and there there aren't really big players yet. So I always say, like for me, when somebody like Square, right, or Amazon come oh, into yeah. the marketplace and they say we are now going to accept Bitcoin, right? I I believe stability will come back into the fold because people will then start using it on a more day-to-day basis to acquire goods you know what i mean whereas right now it's sort of like it's kind of an investment so what ends up happening is you get these all-time highs and then people sell in order to capture that value increase Mm -hmm. right they don't just go that's fun when i buy (laughs) my sandwich at the sandwich store it'll cost a little less bitcoin for me to buy the sandwich you know what i mean they're going oh an all-time high i'm going to sell a, a stake of my Bitcoin to, to capture that, yeah, to capture cash. that that uptick and yeah. then save the rest. So what ends up happening is you have these sort of natural ebbs and flows where right. like it'll hit sixty. Like just the other day, it hit. Um, uh, I don't know if it hit six thousand yet, but it hit like about fifty eight hundred. Right, and then it went all the way down. In one day, it went all the way down to fifty one hundred. Wow. Right, but then people go, "Holy shit, fifty one hundred! This is awesome!" Yeah. And then they start buying it, yeah. and right. then they start buying it, and next thing you know, all it of a sudden, back up. it goes back up to oh, like six thousand. It's like fucking stocks, yeah. which I don't understand at all either. I know it's a whole thing, Man. but I'm really, I'm really excited to sort of get into it again. Like I, I was into it a lot, like a couple years ago. I was right. really into altcoins and and mining other coins and converting them into bitcoins and that you're lucky that you're married to a woman as cool as heather (laughs) (laughs) there are definitely times when i can crazy schemes i can see (laughs) the strain in her eyes on not rolling back in her head when i say something you know what i mean like i can see the concentration in her face of like i'm really trying not to roll my eyes at you right now when i'm like okay i got this big idea and she's like here we fucking go but she you know it's it's but fun, I your, do, and I do appreciate the yes. fact that she lets me go. To your credit, nothing's gone horribly wrong with any of yes. your things. Correct. Yes. Stop knocking. Not, 
not horribly right. wrong. So she owes you <laughs> for Man. being right. Yeah. All right. So I, anyway, so I'm very excited about that. That's, that's all. Okay. That's I can't happening. wait till till next episode when we talk about what when I'm like uh, when he plugged it, crashed. it in. It crashed. It exploded. Bankrupt. Yeah. yeah right. Bankrupt. I bought all these toys that nobody wants anymore. Man. Let's do oh, an email. God. All right. Let's do an email. How about that? Uh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, ask Alexa to play French cooking music station on Sonos. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, H4ers, Alex and Super Volcano. Nay, yep. Superist Volcano Ooh. in the solar system. Yeah. Olympus Mons Tom. Wow. Art, all lowercase again. What? Hi, Allison. See, I think it was too confusing. It was yeah, not a nice, you were not a nice saying blow. a sentence right it, well, there. Well, it was. There was a lot of ellipses, but right. it's Art. Hi, Art. Hi, Allison. You've been <laughs> reading a lot of Art's emails lately. I, I Like literally really? the last three or four weeks, you've read an Art email. Well, he's sending yeah, Unless some, we just have a lot of fans named Art. Yeah. Yeah. He's sending in some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Alex, a while back, you asked about controlling your Sonos through Alexa. If you haven't done it yet, here's how. Now you can easily enjoy hands-free French cooking music while planning future booze-sipping and news-spitting episodes, in all caps, that'll never fare for to inform and entertain art, all lowercase. Art. Uh, So, yes. Yeah. Amazon has partnered with Sonos and finally released the skill to allow you to control your Sonos speakers with your voice right we talked about Amazon. that right uh, we talked about it a while back when they yeah. said they were going to do it right and it you is got out. very excited about it yes and yeah. i spent the half I an hour setting last, it up yeah i asked you last week if you had done it because i was like i, I finally okay, did it cool it is in one respect extremely slick and it yeah. is really nice because look the sono speakers are just better speakers right than the um Amazon Echo speaker. Right. Like, it's nice. It's right. good. It's solid. Right. Well, yeah. If that's what you got, that's what but you got. Sonos is a company that exists yeah. solely to produce yeah. sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sonos is like the Bose yeah. of speaker speaks. Speaker speaks. Uh, so now you can say, and I again, I should have warned people that your, your Amazon Echo is going to go crazy for yeah. this. But now you can say, Alexa, open Pandora, play French cooking music in the kitchen. Right. And this kitchen Sonos speaker oh, will start playing that's Pandora. Awesome. Now, here's where it gets, it's in beta. They still need to add some things. They don't have a grouping function yet. So, like, the way Sonos works is you have speakers, you label the speakers, you put them wherever you want them. Right. And then yeah. in the app, you can choose which one of those speakers yeah. to turn on, to turn off. Yeah. And so it's really great because you can have, like, well, we have people coming over. We'll we'll do music in the living room, kitchen, and um, master different bedroom. music right. in each room though. If you, you can, it... you, if you separate them, you can just have music going differently on each yeah. speaker, but you right. can also group them so that right. all of them are saying the yeah. same stuff across. If they are grouped right in the Sonos app, yeah, and you say play blah 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 in the kitchen, it will play everywhere. Right, whatever's grouped with the kitchen. Whatever's grouped with the kitchen yeah. in the app. If they are not grouped. It will only play the kitchen. Right. You cannot change that I- using your voice with Alexa. Got it. So it's a little bit like there's still functionality that needs to come out, but it is really nice to be able to say, oh, play the thing in the kitchen and have the Sonos speakers start kicking on. It's so nice. But also you can control Just like that. the volume. You can s- oh. s- tell it to skip. You can tell it to move yeah. to the next thing, play a different station. Like there's nice. all the stuff that you want to do. And again, I go back to 
with music specifically, it is really easy. There's a lot of stuff. I don't know how you guys feel about this, and I would love to get your opinion. Okay. Who are you gonna I find yeah. it really weird. weird. I find it's it really weird yeah. to ask for things with my voice if anyone is even remotely close to earshot. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't... Say it again? What? I don't, like, the Siri thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, using the Amazon thing. I would never... I would so much more prefer to like just... Like, in public? Google... No, doesn't even mean it matter public. Like, I'm never asking it a thing oh, really? when Heather's in the house because I just feel like it's really? so weird. Because I feel like that's I, the I would purpose. Ask, I know, but I feel like that's I would like ask That's like my dad's something. favorite thing, how he walks in the kitchen. And he's like, hey, Alexa, tell me a joke. <laughs> right. But that's, my mom's there for that. <laughs> yeah, but that's a little bit different because that's like, I want to be entertained, not like, yeah. huh, I wonder what the blah, blah, blah. Because I, I can just feel the play out in my head, which is, oh, no. Alexa, what was the score of the Dodgers game? What? what? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what do you, are you? Is that for me? Or are you talking? Are you talking to Alexa? Or is that me? Yeah. Got it. I'm sorry, yeah, honey. See. I'm talking to Alexa. It's a very married person. Thing, okay. Yeah. And then it's like, what? I didn't understand that question. You're like, no, Alexa, not you. I was talking to Heather. God damn it. But also, like, if I'm out in the world, right? Like walking. Yeah. I'm never gonna be like, hey, Siri, what's um? Would you just read back that text message I just received? Or, I was just would with, you blah 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 call somebody I? blah blah blah. I forget. But so, this week I was literally with a group of friends and we were all like talking about something we didn't know. And my buddy just went, hey Siri, yada yada yada. And I was like, no, right. Well, I didn't care, yeah. but I was just like, yeah, oh yeah, that's that. a thing yeah. that that does happen, not just on the commercials. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but it feels weird. Like I never want to do that. Yeah. And then I start to go. I have a lot of voice activated things yeah. that I'm never, I mean, so cooking really is the thing for me because you kind of have your hands, you're, you're using right. your hands. Right. So like I'm constantly asking Alexa to put, um, to do timers Oh, whenever yeah. I'm cooking, huh. like I'll wake up and I'll like put like I'm hard boiled eggs. So I was like, put a pot on. So you on. use it. So I don't know what, but you no, don't, no, you I don't totally wanna... do. But I, I feel like I'm only using like this small sliver of what they want me to be right. using it for. And maybe it's just, I need to get more like used to it a little bit better. Yeah. Like I've never been like, Hey, see, Cut. dude, Tom, look at me yes. six months from now. All Alex is going to be doing is talking about how he asks Alexa for everything. This is yeah. true. Yeah. 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 You're a slow uh, adjuster. Adapter. Adapter. Thank you. Yeah. Adjuster, I'm an early adopter, adapter. but I'm a slow adapter. Oh, mm. look at that interesting. Yeah. You'd be asking Alexa look at that about interesting what your Bitcoin's combo. worth. I, you know what? You minutes. joke, but I would totally. Yeah, I if it was like the <laughs> average Bitcoin cost is blah, 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 US dollars right now, I'd be like, I'm going to be talking to this girl every Please day. Stop asking yeah. me every yeah. 20 seconds. Uh, yeah. It's just, it starts with. <sighs> well, like Save five minutes ago, <laughs> I'd be like, "All right, can we turn the sass knob down, Alexa?" That would be amazing. <laughs> Alexa was like, just like she's like eye roll, like she says it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Eye roll. asterisk, yeah. eye roll, asterisk. <laughs> Fuck you, Alexa. Asterisk, eye roll, asterisk. Fuck. Wait, oh, you guys, I saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh yeah, what'd you yeah. think? Did you guys oh, both no. see it? Oh yeah, I did. Oh. Beautiful. Well, I was just thinking of um, Joy, the. The character of Joy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and how she, like, becomes, like, she's technically just AI. She's just, just a computer, but she yeah. becomes, she has a personality. Yeah. You know? It's sort of like yeah. they just sort of were like, let's put the movie Her yeah. in this movie just yes, for, like, a second. Exactly. Um, I enjoyed it, although halfway Joe. through the movie, I definitely was kind of like, wait, why is everyone doing what they're doing right now? Like, it, it seemed a little... Mm. Um, 
I don't want to like give any spoilers, but I, I wasn't quite sure how Jared Leto had all the information that he had, okay. if that makes sense. And so I didn't understand like how he was able to make the moves he made when I like when he shouldn't have had some of that information to begin with. And hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, and also the movie ended and I kind of went, wait, what about that like really massive story point you brought up about this uprising that all of a sudden, no, now we're not paying attention to anymore. Like, <laughs> Ask yourself, Alexa yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Alexa, Alexa, explain Blade Runner. Explain, explain Blade Runner 2049. Um, I just love, I just thought it was, um, it was really great to see a movie. First off, the sound design, Jesus. Oh yeah, the sound was amazing and it was gorgeous. It, and, I yeah. See. I know. And it was one of those movies where I was just like, I'm, I'm just happy watching this movie. Like I Were just, you? Uh, no, I mean not happy, but like <laughs> yeah. the fact Were that you? this movie exists yes. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. it is this and, beautiful and audacious and, you and know, the sound is so chunky and it's well acted. I was like, I just want to yeah. be living in a world where this movie exists. Right. You know what I mean? And, and maybe maybe this is just because of like what's happening in society right now with all the like... You mean it's just deteriorating? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but I mean specifically like with all the sexual harassment stuff that's coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's, there's like a, there's a very blatant sex scene in it, which also made no sense to me because... And like I don't have a thing against sex scenes, but this one in particular, it was like he Ryan Reynolds, like Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> oh my wish. gosh, <laughs> Ryan Gosling, um, just I'm trying to say this without giving away spoilers or anything like that, but he comes home after a situation in which he obviously needs to run and hide, and instead <laughs> stays at home and has a night of sex Priorities, and then leaves. Baby. I mean, uh, honestly, no I don't know. To me. I don't know. I didn't have an issue with that. I'm sure no. Tom won't have no, an issue with that. No, but my point is. But my, yeah. you're, you're gonna die, but, get but, laid yeah, first, and yeah. then let the guy no, but that's my on point. the run. It was the such, kind of sex. <laughs> it was such a blatantly male-written thing. Uh, like in, in the reality yeah. of the situation, that's not what would have happened. And instead, there was like this need for a sex scene in a movie. Mm, okay. And also, I, see, I found I it. I found it really weird. The sex scene. I mean, it was kind of cool. I the loved tech, it. The idea. The technology about it was kind of cool. But yeah. then the like, oh, what they basically did was used another woman's body which made all of a sudden made me feel real weird about that yeah, situation. Yeah, but that's what they did in her too. Remember? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the girl who came over who said, "I'm this is cool." And she like put on the like thing oh, you're and right. was talking so, as Scarlett Johansson Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And did whatever Scarlett Johansson told her to do. Oh, right. That was I don't exa- know. That was something whoa, whoa, whoa. weird about it. There's something like now I think just because I've been we've been reading all these horrific stories oh, yeah, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. that I'm yeah. a little like why is it always the men who get to have this fantasy with the women? We've never seen it the other way, you know. That's it's true, like, but that's yeah. that, that is one hundred percent true. Like, although yeah. you guys have your Outlander, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't. I've never watched should, it. You should. Should, 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 that, should it that be my thing you, now? And okay. then, <laughs> yeah, and then you like. My wife literally had to stop watching it because she was like, "I feel like I'm sort of having a relationship with this TV show." <laughs> and then our other friend called and was like, "I had to stop watching it because I was getting a little too into it." Oh and she was like, gosh. "I did too." Yeah. But so there is. So yes. Yeah. I mean, like I watched the first episode of Outlander and I was like, "Oh, this is not for me." That's so funny. Like, this is I, for a, a just, lady. Just this and morning. And I'm sure it's great. It's yeah. actually yeah, yeah, Ronald yeah. D. Moore that does it, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. That does Outlander. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so ju- so just this Battle morning, a, a buddy like emailed a, a bunch of us this like insane music video that he found. And he was like, "These kids are so good," and it's like I don't even remember the name of this band. Um, but they're very young. They're like. I think everyone in the band is between the ages of 18 to 21 and oh, they're geez. like they're fucking amazing yeah. but the lead singer is so good and so attractive and I'm watching <laughs> this video and I'm like 
I'm, I'm creepy. I'm creepy. I'm creepy. I'm uncomfortable how really? young this kid is and how attracted I am Amazing. to him. I was like, I had to stop watching it. And the music was really wow. good. And I actually wanted to look up other stuff. And I was like, nope, Allison, this is a road. You're not going down. <laughs> not going down you are this not going to be at this concert. Nope. nope. <laughs> wearing that kid's this face is on a shirt. you need to avoid <laughs> yeah. at all costs. Oh, my gosh. By the way, yeah. I, the other day I was at lunch um, at Soho House with some friends. And I only say that I was at Soho House, not to sound cool, but to make this story make sense. Amazing. We're leaving and we're like, walking down the hallway and these two guys are walking towards us and one of these guys I look up and I'm like that man is very attractive and as he walks past me I'm kind of like I look at him and he walks past and then my buddy who was walking in front of me turns around and gives me this look like holy shit and I went was that one of those One Direction kids? Amazing. <laughs> and he goes, uh, Harry Styles. And I was like, oh. Amazing. I get it now. I get it. <laughs> He's extremely attractive. Amazing. <laughs> but I felt like such an old lady. I'm like, oh, was that on. one of those One Direction kids? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, Grandma. Let's get back in the car. Yeah. I gotta I'm go like to IHOP before that it I, opens. I'm scared that I'm at this age where like being attracted to 21 year old men is inappropriate, yeah. but they yeah. still find them attractive. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. Like yeah. I don't find like 20. Um, they're pretty, but I don't find 21 year old, 25 year old girls that attractive. To me, it feels no, yeah, it's like, like that's they're creepy. young. Like yeah. I love women my age. Right. Well, yeah. I love my wife. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like as I got older, I'm like wow. I used to think 40 was old when I was 20. Yeah. Now, of course. Year old woman, she's old, but like now I'm like wow, there's so many hot like 40. Well, we're in L. A. But right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, there's also a lot of yeah. not hot forty year olds in no, the planet. I mean, like, yeah, 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 exactly. But Ella. no, I totally agree. It's it's one of those things where it's like I don't understand. But I also have never really understood like there are certain people that I get on paper are are like attractive. Oh, people. Yes. But I just personally don't like right. Uma Thurman is a great example. Yeah. Yeah. Like on paper, I I get her. As, right. a, as an attractive person. But for me personally, I'm not attracted to her. Right. And so it's really interesting to see those things. So, And a lot of that, like, you know, like the Bella Thorns of the world where I'm like, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I just, I have zero attraction to that. Yeah. But I understand what, right. in the world right. of things, that's her job. Yeah. She's attractive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And yeah. there's guys, too, that I'm like... Some guys, well, I'm like, oh, we were just do, we were just talking about this. We were watching Sundance or uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which yeah. I had never seen. Oh, you hadn't seen it? Yeah, and so I've we're watching it. it either. And Heather oh. was just like, man, that um, Paul, uh, Newman. Paul Newman, man, he's so attractive. And I was like, yeah, I, I can mean, see that, yeah. yeah, all right. It's, but then she was like, well, which one? And I was like, oh, Robert Redford in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Robert Redford right. guy. I'm yeah. a Robert Redford guy, <laughs> Robert totally. Red. But Pretty it's funny, blonde, like, you know? I, I, do you guys have this weird uh, dysmorphia, I guess, when you watch, like, old movies? Yes, I understand that Paul Newman in that movie is probably 30-ish or yeah. something like and that. and he was the old one of the two. Right, yeah. but <laughs> like, he still, like, to me, looks like an old man. Yeah, he looks like yeah. your father. Like, he, yes, you know he's what I mean? still, like, like, or somebody's father. I can't see him as someone my age, no, yeah. even though. Yeah. yeah, like, I was watching Ghostbusters. I'm like, oh, Bill Murray is an old man, right? But no, he was, like, in his mid to late 30s when he made that right, movie. Right, exactly. But I saw when I was a kid when, to me, he was, like, an old well, man. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's, it's Han Solo, it's Indiana yeah. Jones. Like, those <laughs> people seemed like, oh, God, that, <laughs> he was probably, like, 25 when yeah. he did the Han Solo. You know what I mean? Like, no, he's 32. He was the oldest one in that yeah, cast. Probably. But even then, yeah. way older than I am. Right. And I'm like, that's, that's old, old man, man Han. You know yeah, what I mean? Yes, like exactly. He's the old curmudgeon guy. That was a young right. whippersnapper, Han, yeah, to us. Yeah, I know. Old. Yeah, now we're all the olds. But yeah, it's totally true. It's like one of those things where you see them and you're like, I can't disconnect you from a person who's older than me. Well, I was also going to say, like in the Harry Styles case, like obviously I had seen enough pictures of Harry Styles, but I would never like, I was just like, he's one of the One Direction kids. And then the moment he walked past me in the hallway, I was like, 
oh, he's fucking attractive. Because, like, I think there's something when you see someone in person, too. Yeah, totally. We see the 3D version of the person. Yeah, and, like, (laughs) their soul, I guess. Like, you see that's, like, a live person as opposed to just, like, a photograph or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I literally was like, I get it now. You're like, I get it. Uh, His soul is crystal. I understand tweens. I understand. <laughs> I understand tweens. I mean, there's always been tweens. He's also tall. I, I guess I wasn't expecting him to be tall. Oh, that's Because I, I picture them as kids, you know? And then he yeah. walked past me and he's taller than me. And I was like, what? Is that? It's really funny. There's a lot of times where I'm like, wow, that person's really tall. Like, I saw Hugh Jackman on the lot at one yeah. point on Fox on the 20th Century Fox lot. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that guy's tall. But then it works the exact same way in the opposite direction. Yeah. Like, you meet people and you're like, wow, that guy's really short. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a so tiny crazy. person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, tiny persons yes. where you're just like, you're a tiny person, but you look huge on screen. Yeah. Like, who? And not in a bad way. No, how have you seen? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is he short? Yeah. He's supposed to be yeah. like six. Oh, he probably shrunk. Yeah, probably shrink, you shrink when you shrink get them. older, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how it works, right? It's like yes. raisins. You're basically a raisin. Yeah. Aww. All right, guys. Did we do I it? I feel like we've done it. Yeah. Man, we did do it. All right, everyone, come see us. Come this see Friday us. at LA Comic Con at 2 p.m. at the 451 booth. Um, and again, that's not the booth number. <laughs> <laughs> At booth 451? Uh, at booth no. 451. And then if you can, come to the UNICEF Masquerade Ball that night. Buy your tickets online. Uh, all right. And that is it for this. No, I haven't done all the things. Um, you can email us. Yeah. Yay. Email us at halfhourhappyhourfans at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, halfhourhappyhr. Please subscribe to us and rate us and share us with your friends on whatever you listen yes. to us on. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever. Uh, and there you go. That is it for this week's episode <laughs> of the Half Hour Happy Hour with Allison and Alex. I'm Allison Hayslip. I'm Alex Albrecht. Sitting in with us as always, the lovely and talented Tom Supervolcano Krajewski. You're so pretty, Tom. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yes. Bye. Thank Now leaving Nerdist.com.